Greetings. Salutations. I'm Francis. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot. All right. Today is Sunday, uh, the 25th of July. You know, that classic holiday. <laughs> classic. Classic. Um, We've been recording for like almost a year now. It's been almost a year, yeah. I guess it's been 10 months because we started in... I mean, 10 months is almost a year. (laughs) It is. And like, we're on our last book episode. I know, it's crazy. That's insane. It's it's super wild. It has really flown by. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. I kept on like thinking about like how, just like all the different stages it's been through because I've like I'm kind of out of podcasts right now so I've been like re-listening to some stuff mm-hmm. and like it's always funny to listen like I, I I was like going back to like the beginning of the year kind of and like there's ones that were like July or January 8th which are wow. like yeah and like it's all those like there's like these big moments that have happened in the past year and you're like oh wow yeah totally like I mean I didn't forget that there was like an attempted coup but I was like oh right like wow that's crazy and now we're at a point where like the first person has been convicted like all this stuff is happening and like it's so funny to think like all the things that have gone down and this year this podcast is a real scrapbook of the last year (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a lot's happened yeah. Um, and you know, F COVID. It sucks. We hate I know, it. Right? But I mean, we got vaccinated over the course of the podcast, which, which is, is crazy. Cool. Yeah. Well, I like got we, it and then got vaccinated, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. You had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. I mean, when we started, there was there was no vaccine. Mm-mm. Didn't exist. It yeah. was still early. Like we're wearing our masks. We're terrified to see anyone. Like, and now yeah. here we are, all vaxxed up. Hell yeah. Crazy. Going out getting colds because our immune systems are like not prepared for the world exactly (laughs) wild times well friends thank you for being with us on this journey i know we're just thrilled that we have met so many wonderful oh my gosh you guys have heard this by now but francis you haven't heard it maybe i should save it first of all to tell you no i'll tell you (laughs) so on friday night we got a twitter dm two of our fellow Genovian listeners I guess realized on Twitter that they live in the same area and they like got together and they tagged us and we're like we were just oh my God. About the podcast diaries and Meg Cabot that's and, so okay, cool I've, at this point you guys have already heard me gush about this on our Swall live but I was just so excited I was like read look that's incredible <laughs> yeah pretty awesome well even for us I mean I'm I hung out with um Karen when she like literally was here for five minutes like she was here for a layover like a five-hour layover and she like texted me out of the blue and was like hey I'm in Atlanta for a five-hour layover and we're like grab breakfast and I was like yeah, yeah. of course like so it's it's so making cool. connections just making around the connections world. and I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this more on our final episode, which don't worry, guys, don't cry too hard because there is one more episode after this. I'm sure we'll talk about it more then. But it really has been a cool experience to like 
just meet new people and feel like this kind of sense of encouragement for like this weird thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I like so. truly, I mean, I said this, like I was like, yeah, this is a fucking great idea, Jordan. Obviously, like I want to talk about this. No one's gonna fucking listen to this. <laughs> and I was absolutely wrong. I will say it right here, right now. <laughs> like, I mean, the amount of people, like even Jossie, who like literally how early on? It was October, probably. Yeah, it was like around the first or second episode, I yeah. feel like. And it was just an immediate <laughs> an immediate thing of people just like wanting to talk about it. And that's like yeah. so crazy. I can't believe it. I wish I had better words. Like yeah. just other than, oh wow, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. My our former guest Matt was here visiting last weekend and he was like basically complimenting us on the podcast and like he was like it's pretty cool that there's like this niche audience out there for it and I was like yes our people (laughs) they found us (laughs) our fucking people who are like like the random thing from childhood and want to keep talking about it I know it's delightful and it is nice that it is like a world building thing like I didn't I did not see (laughs) you yeah I yeah truly like I didn't remember Samantha Madison uh, Mm -hmm, being in yeah being in these um which as i told there she was yeah there she was but you'll hear us say this and much more in our final episode so we'll move ahead we'll press yeah. on and um, also please i'm still getting over a cold so if you hear sniffling i'm so sorry i will try to mute myself make sure you tweet <laughs> at her that she's really gross <laughs> yes please 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 <laughs> um all right synopsis here we go you already know what we're here to talk about it's the end of royal wedding omg mia is pregnant with twins cat <laughs> and rick and Catherine o'toole have come to the plaza to take olivia back to new jersey and eventually to Khalif with them Helen and Philippe get back together and Philippe announces he is both stepping down as prime minister and abdicating to live a peaceful life with Helen which Mia, which makes Mia the new reigning monarch of Genovia. Mia and Philippe go to New Jersey where Olivia says she wants to live with them. They all leave for Genovia together where Michael and Mia get married and everyone lives happily ever after. So before we get into discussing some of your predictions, the central okay. theme, happily ever after is the best ending. Oh, I didn't include in the synopsis the big reveal about Royal Rebel Rouser. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Royal Rebel Rouser was uncovered to be JP. So quickly, let's recap. Your assertion that she was pregnant was correct. Your yes. assertion that JP was Royal Rebel Rouser was correct. Yeah. Although you did guess at how it was uncovered and that. I did, yeah. But that was a little wild, so. <laughs> yeah, I did say that was unlikely. I was like, yeah. I think it was unlikely that this is what's going to happen in my head. <laughs> um. And Philippe and Helen do get together. So break down each of these three things and give me your thoughts. Okay. Um, Pregnancy, it's a trope that I dig. I think also it's, it is a great way that we now see Mia as an adult because we are just revisiting her 10 years later, basically. And it's hard to picture a new character like even though we talked about in book 10 she does seem older and more mature the fact is the last time we saw her she was 18 Mm -hmm. so it it is kind of when you're revisiting a character like however many years later seven or so years later 
that's a great way to be like, oh no, she's an adult now. Like mm-hmm. she's like big life changes are happening. Um, the twins thing, I mean, that's a little fanficy, but like it is yeah. what it is. Like I dig it. It's like okay, cool. Like not only We're is she pregnant, staring into two of the them. skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I thought that. Were you surprised that I got that so early on? Um. Yes. I when I first read it, I didn't see it coming. I. I, I was younger when I first read it. I first read it when it first came out. Oh, I guess when I was about, old, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, 23 or something, 24 maybe. And I didn't see it coming. Um, I, I think probably, no, I don't think I saw it coming. So well done. But Thank it you. does, when, when you know, there's lots of early signs for sure. <laughs> yeah, I will. And I will say we just did before we started, I was like, oh shoot, I'm into grab. Because early on, my reason I thought she was pregnant was because of the grocery list. Mm-hmm. So we went back and looked and truly it's not the same at all. <laughs> like, well, it's a lot of junk of, like, food. It's just junk it's food. Like ice cream, yeah. chips. I'm it's smelling like, my book because my old books. Smell so <laughs> they good. smell so good. Yeah. Um, <gasps> it's like, it's just junk food. And then Mia saying like, who ordered this um and that's literally the only (laughs) indication I had uh but then I guess Royal Rabble Rouser I just don't know who else it could have been unless they like random like unless it was like Norm like Mm. or Norman I mean yeah I mean if if you go with it's just someone they don't know then that's not really fun (laughs) right exactly um and that one too did you that one was more obvious I think um I think so I I because it was don't like really remember yeah. that one I I as I said last week I I didn't remember that JP was a part of Lazarus <laughs> Lazarus Reynolds yeah which is but that one you didn't really see coming the only connection no. there was Reynolds which obviously like yeah if there had been a firm called someone Moskowitz <laughs> you'd make it, it would have been more obvious yeah yeah um, but yeah, that one I think was more obvious just cause like it was, it is a bit random to have a, an email from your ex, like just mm-hmm. out of the blue. So like, I don't yeah. know, it just felt like, uh, it felt like that. And then, I mean, Philippe and Helen, I don't really support their relationship, but I'll accept it. Mm-hmm. You're, you said last time that it's clear that was where it was going. Yeah. I agree. I don't like that Mr. G was killed off for them to get together. It makes me really sad. I guess it wouldn't have worked out for to have the drama the way it did. But I wish Olivia's mother could have just been alive and fully could have like ended Mm -hmm. up with her or something. I don't know. I don't I don't care for the killing off of Mr. G. So Helen and Philippe could be together. I'm curious what the Genovians think. Yeah, let us know. I mean, because it is it's one of those I think we talked about like even early, like when Mr. G and Helen got together, how it's nice to be able to have someone like love is not the end all be all mm-hmm. we know this you don't need someone to complete yourself mm-hmm. but Helen was very much uh you know she had she was in the process of like kind of the tail end of raising a child and she met someone who she loved and wanted to be with forever and it was nice and she got to start a whole new chapter that included her almost grown child and it just doesn't seem fair that she you know what it feels like it feels like fucking how I met your mother (laughs) that's exactly what it feels like I mean to be fair like it's it's clear that the show was about 
I mean, this is spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> right. It's clear that the show was about Ted and Robin, but the way they made it, it made it shitty. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do a good job. Whereas this was like not about Helen and Philippe until this book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. It was clearly going that way and it's kind of a wah-wah. Yeah. Although they don't explicitly get married, they just get together. So maybe True. they'll just live in sin. let's hope let's hope (laughs) um was that it yeah okay so yeah well as always you're the smartest guy in the room (laughs) you got us um all right let's start so we left off with michael beating up jp or them in a fight i guess in the hallway at grummer's um michael says what happened is he ran into jp in the hallway and JP was on his phone being like, yeah, I can definitely get you tickets to the wedding or whatever. Like, and she's still says, into me. She's still into me. Like, Ugh. JP, you're wearing skinny jeans. Get over yourself. Yeah. No. And they're now being sued by Lazarus Reynolds. Um, of because of the vicious assault. Um, <laughs> and she Mia says, says or what's his face says, he tried to bite me. <laughs> yeah. It, which is like if i mean if you're a man and you're in a fight i'm pretty sure there's rules against biting junk yeah, punching hello, and biting. mike tyson <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but mia says you know she's all upset with michael she's like grammar's never gonna like you now i should just marry that nice ex-boyfriend of taylor swift mm-hmm. i wonder who she means that's literally the only pop culture we have so we can talk about oh, it now or wait <laughs> <laughs> let's um, dive into it yeah i looked at the list uh, I looked it up and it, it coincides with like 1989. So uh, her album, 1989. Um, so it could be, uh, it's probably Calvin Harris, or well, I guess it's probably Harry Styles because at the time she was dating Calvin mm. Harris. Gotcha. Which is well, funny. let's all just hope <laughs> it's not John Mayer. Yeah. I doubt it. He's trash. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Anyway, Mia is putting frozen Chinese dumplings on her foot. If we recall from last week, her foot is severely damaged from yeah. the foot indoor incident at the O'Toole's house. Um, I don't know why she's not putting ice on it, but whatever. Frozen Chinese dumplings work too, I guess. That just seems wasteful. Well, no, they're not. You can still use them, but they thaw less quickly. Than I guess ice. so. That makes sense. It's like the old steak or like frozen peas trick. Yeah. Um, so Olivia spent the night at Grummeyers. How cute is that? Mm, it's so cute. It's so cute. Um, but Mia's on her way to get her foot x-rayed. Um, and she's on the phone with Helen. And Helen says she never realized how complex Philippe truly is. Disagree. He's not complex. Yeah. Um, and Mia tells Tina this. And Tina's like, oh my gosh, he finally impressed your mom. Um, Which is, I mean, shut up, Tina. Yeah. <laughs> and the new yeah yeah, tina sometimes her her romantic notions are a bit much yeah but but if we recall from earlier in the book mia was saying that she's like not romantic anymore so maybe she's opening herself back up to that true 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 i didn't even think about that that way um so mia goes to the doctor he's like oh good i told called you and left you a voicemail that i have news and mia's like oh my god i'm dying of course of course of course of course but what is the news francis she's fucking pregnant she's i don't think pregnant. they just say she's pregnant 
And then she's like, no, I'm not. Obviously That's not. Impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. Um, she says she never forgets to take her pill. And he made a good point about her traveling between times. I didn't even think about that, but that's yeah. so true. That's how like a lot of, that's how that can happen a lot where cause mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh no, I take it at the same time. But if you're go, if you like go to fucking China yeah. for a vacation and you're you taking take it, it at 6 PM, quote yeah. unquote, it's a, like it's, completely different time. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's interesting. That's funny that that's how it happened. And cause yeah. I know that's a, that is a very real thing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you're seriously experiencing no symptoms of pregnancy. And she kind of tries to, like, give them all the symptoms she's experiencing, like, other reasons as yeah. to why she's experiencing them. She's, like, tired, but she's like, oh, I have a lot going on. Yeah. Her, like, and boobs Eating hurt. junk food, her boobs hurt. Say? I can't even remember what she says why her, I think her boobs hurt is the one where she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she's super embarrassed. She's like, I'm like the girls on that TV show oh who didn't know they were pregnant. Yeah. Which, like. I mean, I think that that's how, honestly, more than half of pregnancies in the U.S. are unintended, and I'm pretty sure most of those people don't know they're pregnant until they and find out okay. they're pregnant. Yeah, that's you life. Know what? <laughs> I have, like, honestly, the funniest story ever to co- that coincides with this. My, I have a person who I'm not going to name because this might be a little embarrassing for them, and I don't want to embarrass them. Someone I'm very close with was like, did you know that technically you're actually pregnant for 10 months? And I was like, yeah, because the gestation period is 42 weeks, right? I think it's 40. Is it 40 weeks, which equals up to... 10 it's like the end of the nine yeah it's like it's like about 10 months yeah yeah. so she was like yeah because and I like this is I was like yeah absolutely yeah like because the whatever gestation period is like 40 weeks whatever and she was like yeah and you don't know you're pregnant for like the first month and I was like well even if you don't know you're pregnant you're still pregnant right (laughs) she, she was like she had thought that because you didn't know you were pregnant yet, the timeline didn't start yet. Like the clock didn't start until oh. you knew you were pregnant. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was like, no, no, That's no. That's not no. how it works, That's folks. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they time pregnancy like it from the end of your last menstrual cycle. So like even when you get pregnant somewhere there in between your last period and like when you would get your next one they time it from the end of the last one I think I thought sure but if you don't know you're pregnant you still are you still are physically <laughs> if pregnant, you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> if you are still physically pregnant yes but anyway she starts freaking out about all the alcohol and junk food she's consumed which like to be fair I'm sure I would too which, um, but really it wasn't that much like she had a sip of a mimosa and she had like a couple like she had some she liquor, had, like, but, a like, drink of schnapps like, yeah one it's not drink. like she was smoking crack yeah like <laughs> but I get it I mean she kind of panics I'm she's dramatic of course she's of like course, I'm sorry Michael course, our yeah. baby will have three heads yeah um and Michael refers to his testicles as bad boys which oh makes God. me want to die yeah. <laughs> he's like so fucking proud of himself like what are what is with men being so proud of themselves for their bodies working correctly like and like honestly I've been reflecting a lot on the the pregnancy experience and it's there's nothing a man could do that would ever be equivalent to what a woman does in child care it it, there's nothing you made a like no like you're making a whole you've made an eyeball 
and yeah two and you of them. push you it out fingers. of your body yeah there, i mean it's there's nothing a man could do that's equal like yeah he can support you but like imagine how much more women would do for pregnant men if it was reversed you know oh my like, god yeah anyway yeah it's just more hating on men Welcome did i to tell you that about when i went on the bachelorette um one of brenna's friends party Francis was not on the TV show The Bachelorette. I was on The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> I won. I, um, I for a split second, I was like, "Wait, did you work on Bachelorette?" Um, uh, when okay, I was you at- on a Bachelorette party, yes. yes, yes, yes. And one of Brenna's friends was like, not conspicuously not drinking. She was doing that like hardcore. What did that like that seventy day like no sugar, no caffeine, no whatever thing? Um, just because she had had like a a real like she had had like a few months where her and her husband were like just like drinking a lot and like eating a lot of junk food and like they both felt like like they were like eating taco bell and they were like we should go on a diet yeah (laughs) and so like she came on the trip and she's like i'm not drinking because i'm doing this full 70 we were out at a bar and she goes like hey i want to hear something crazy um and she was like i'm pregnant and like i had just met this girl so like it was very exciting for like all them who were like good like college friends and so like i was like how do i like I don't know, help her celebrate. And so I went to the people who were singing and I requested baby one more time. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> I would probably be annoyed if someone announced they were pregnant at my bachelorette party, but oh, maybe why? that's just me. Because it's about me. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's my bachelorette party. Like, tell us beforehand or tell us after. Oh, it's know. not like it's a, uh, I don't know. I'm not very big into like celebrations. Well, I'd be mad. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. Would you be annoyed? I definitely would be. Sorry, friend of Francis's friend. <laughs> <laughs> You've been judged. You've been Congratulations judged. on your pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, anytime a woman our age now tells me they're doing some kind of whole 30 as to why they're not drinking, I immediately assume that they're pregnant i did like say almost in the car yeah like i said in the car i was like i bet she's fucking pregnant and like i said it like i kind of said as a joke but i was like it's just like if you're not drinking like when i told my like when i when i when i came to visit you and i was like yeah jordan wasn't really drinking that much and jordan i was like i was like i don't know if he wasn't feeling well or whatever and she was like or she's pregnant and i was like i feel like she would have told me like unless unless you're only seven weeks yeah no I i I just don't drink a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think she just isn't drinking a lot. But like, yeah. and I was like, and she's vehemently said, I don't want to do that. Yeah. In the past, <laughs> like within the past six months. So like, it would be a very, I mean, I would it be would happy. be, super, yeah, that I would, would be, be happy 180. for you. <laughs> you know, it would be a, it would be a surprise, but it I'll would just, be whatever. I'll just plan to get pregnant right around when you're getting married. So I can announce it at your bachelorette party. Sick. <laughs> It'll be so fun. And then we can celebrate <laughs> both of us. Hell Yeah. anyway oh I sound bitchy that's okay um so they this is also when Dr. Delgado was like I imagine you and your fiance have frequent intercourse and Michael says as frequently as possible wait Mm. what does he say is that right he says as frequent as possible yeah which is what we talked about for you Michael as soon like you you totally hit the nail on the head where you're like they don't spend a lot of in-person time together because they can't so like when they are together they're getting busy I just like would never say that to a doctor (laughs) I'd be so embarrassed (laughs) well you have to if you have if you're having a baby I guess so I mean well it doesn't matter the baby's been conceived I mean yeah it's who cares if it was a one and done or an every day (laughs) I'd be embarrassed she's mortified (laughs) of course that's so funny 
Michael's happy. Mia says, if this is twins, I'm going to kill you. Surprise, it's twins. It's twins. Surprise, no. it's twins. And they say she's about eight or ten weeks pregnant. So she's pretty pregnant. Yeah. Um, and they decide she- they're going to move to Genovia to raise them. But keep a place yeah. in New York. Which is nice. And I like Michael's reasoning. I like yes. what he's saying. Like where, because obviously they do need security. They they should have the babies in Genovia where they can have like around the clock in a palace. There's gates, there's people, there's a system, a security system in place. But then like summer in New York, kind of the opposite of how Mia grew up and have yeah. the same experience where they get to kind of travel the world and I like that Michael's like kind of not leaning into the privilege of it, but like he's leaning into like my kids are going to have every experience that they want to have. Like off the bat, <laughs> yeah. I really love that, that he's just like immediately like, oh, no, this is what's going to happen. Like they're going to be cool and world traveled and like mm-hmm. they're going to know things. Yeah, he really jumps into like helpful dad mode, mm-hmm. which is I like I, and I appreciate. And it's cool that they're, you know, they're both happy and excited. You know, they're a little they're they didn't plan for it, obviously. They didn't follow the map, quote unquote, as Mia would say. But right. I mean, you know, I, I swear to God, I'm sure most people who have children didn't do it when they planned to. My like, mom pretended she was had the flu for six months when she was pregnant with Stephen. Six months? Six months she pretended she was sick. So she didn't tell people that she was pregnant. Everyone was like, Jinx, months. you're decidedly pregnant. And she yeah. was like, no, the fuck I'm not. That's weird. <laughs> like, literally, it was <laughs> so stupid. Like, it was so Interesting. funny. Like, it was like a very celebrity thing to do. I know, right? <laughs> like, but it was like at family gatherings. Like, and she wasn't drinking. And she was right. like, no, I just like don't feel good. Okay. And that's not like pregnant. that's like weird in your fam. Like you guys are yeah. like drinkers. Yeah. And then it's six oh, yeah. months you're showing. Yes, she was fully pregnant. And everyone was like, Jinx, you're pregnant. And she was like, I'm literally not. Okay. Literally Shut not. up. That's <laughs> like so that's funny. weird that you would say that because I'm obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse everyone... me. Are you yeah. saying I'm fat? And like they had been married for like two years like not that it matters if you're married or not if you have a baby but like my parents had been married for long enough yeah that like it was like about the time when someone would like right. start thinking about having kids but yeah my mom was just like no but I do like to remind Stephen that he wasn't planned and I was yeah <laughs> loser I you're know. obviously winning yes Stephen, you're a loser heard it here first <laughs> um so Michael Mia is watching Michael like kind of you know kick into dad mode and she's like he's gonna be such a great dad blah 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 they talk about naming their daughter princess leah mm-hmm. <laughs> well not princess obviously princess is your title right but leah and yeah. Mia's like we cannot do that and also mia and leah ugh. Ooh, i didn't even think about that part <laughs> yeah you're right no you can't do that and something i, I noticed like... sorry go ahead oh sorry i was just gonna say i don't really like any of the names they pick no, and, we and Mia says that. Oh, okay. Mia says we have a bunch of names, but we know everyone's gonna hate them, so we're keeping them to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something I noticed is Michael says that Mia can't clean out the litter box anymore, which is exactly what Mia said to Helen. Yes, so cute, right? <laughs> I know, yeah. You Even though, that. and then, but what does she say? She's like, "But the chances of me getting like whatever yes. or poorly, whatever She's is like, like so, so slim." Like he's being silly, but it's like, oh my God, Mia, what a change. It's so cute. Yeah. Michael says he's going to invent a robot nanny for them, just like on the Jetsons. And 
Mia experiences this kind of wave of calm where it's like when something huge happens in your life and you realize how insignificant other things mm-hmm. are. And that's what's happening. She's like, it, it's crazy how something simple like finding out you're pregnant not simple in theory but you know what I mean like yeah one thing can have this massive ripple effect into how you feel about everything else yeah he's experiencing that which is nice I mean and obviously I mean there are people in like in life who choose not to have kids and that doesn't mean they don't they have less significant lives uh just like blanket statement I feel like that's like I I was recently watching a trailer for a movie that was like dystopian and I always really hate movies that are about like how women aren't having kids anymore and like infertility because I just feel like it really pushes that rhetoric of yeah like have you're a woman you should have kids like look what's gonna happen the fucking apocalypse will happen if you stop having kids but that being said this doesn't feel like that this doesn't yeah. feel like oh this was my purpose all along this was like I'm going to be a mother really she just is like she's still the same Mia she's just like all I can think about is how hungry I am mm-hmm, <laughs> like, yeah so it's really nice to see like one that Michael is being so supportive I mean we expect the bare minimum of men to that she's just like this is fucking crazy my whole life is gonna change like I really hope this doesn't fuck up my future And then just kind of like acceptance and being like, all right, we're going to go with it. It's going to be okay. We're going to be fine. And I mean, that's all you can do. Like, I mean, one thing I did notice is they don't talk about their options. She finds out she's pregnant and the doctor's just like, congrats. Yeah. And, you know, they're not married. She's got a lot going on. I wouldn't rule out abortion. Not at all like especially if it's not the right time or like yeah just because you're married doesn't mean you have to keep a baby that you're not ready for yeah you know it's it's not always financial stress it could be like whatever other kind of stress yeah just because you can afford a baby doesn't mean you can you should have one yeah um you know anyway we won't get into it too much but I was kind of like you know surprised that the doctor wasn't like are you, you know, what, would you, would you, what yeah. conversation would you like to have here? Because um, mm-hmm. there's really no, it's just like, oh, I'm pregnant. Okay, I guess we'll push forward with that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so Brian, they're driving around, whatever. She goes to this, the, she goes somewhere and Brian Fitzpatrick shows up. Should they go to lunch? They go to lunch <laughs> because obviously they're hungry. Yeah. I would like to go to lunch right now. It's only 10 30. Right. I always want lunch. <laughs> I always want lunch. Um, Brian Fitzpatrick shows up and Mia's like, you know what? I'm gonna give him exactly what he wants. And she gives this beautiful A plus statement. It's wonderful, on like yeah. the state of the world, whatever. Uh Brian's thrilled. He pushes out the statement and it's wonderful. Good press for Genovia, good press for Mia. Um and also, just a quick sidebar. Mia's like making a to-do list, and it says, "Make sure none of, make sure Helen's friends know none of them can have her placenta for weird art projects." <laughs> can you imagine having like living in a scenario where you even have to think of that? <laughs> like the amount of people who are like eating their placenta, like saving your placenta for your baby for like future possible medical use, like uh, God forbid they get sick or something. Sure. Like, and saving their, like, umbilical cord for the stem cells, like, yes, absolutely. But in a, I would never, if someone suggested I give them a piece of my body in any way other than donating a kidney to save their life, 
Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. Or like blood. Yeah. Get out of my face right now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> don't talk yeah. to me. This is if not- someone asked me for my placenta, I would be like, number one, why? Sure. Number two, no. <laughs> <laughs> Valid like, both. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. So they show up to wherever, Grandmere's place, and Olivia's aunt and uncle and their lawyer, well, parentheses, Annabelle's dad. Before that. Oh, sorry. She's getting a makeover. Oh, yeah. She's, she will, I think that was earlier. Um, but no, you're right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, she's sorry. getting a quote like makeover. Right yeah. Mia freaks out and is like, nothing's wrong with my sister. Yeah. And um, cut it out. Paolo is, is nice. like, I'm just drying her hair. Like, I'm just giving her a blowout. Like, chill the fuck out. She, I don't, I don't think she was getting any of an actual makeover. Yeah. That's, I mean, maybe not. But also, I don't believe Grandmare. I think Grandmare like asked him over to be like, okay, like, give her a little, like, wash her hair let's figure out what we're gonna do give her a little and i zhuzh. don't like it give her a judge yeah and mia freaks out saying like don't give her a makeover but she was like having fun um, do you think that grandma is gonna let olivia keep her metal braces or do you think she's gonna make her get invisalign i think it all depends on how the public perceives the braces mm, they like that's it true. it's cute keep them yeah keep them for too long <laughs> yeah but if they don't like them, then invisalign yeah absolutely um, so yeah, you're right. So Olivia's aunt and uncle are there with Annabelle's dad, the lawyer, and they're taking Olivia home. The aunt has obviously been crying. Mm-hmm. The uncle is a huge asshole to everyone. Mia takes Olivia like to where they can't hear anything. Um, and I like out on the balcony quote. and she's yeah. like, re- or she's like, look at the beautiful city. And yeah, she's processing what's going on. And she says, and suddenly it hit me with even more force than Dr. Delgado's announcement a few hours earlier, that this is what my grandmother's princess lessons, tedious as they'd seemed, had been about all along, not standing up straight or using the correct fork, but preparing me for the real world. The wonderful, amazing, but occasionally distasteful and sometimes even horrifying world where people are incredibly decent and well-meaning, but occasionally you do encounter someone who is going to try to use you or even abuse you. And when that happens, there isn't always going to be a bodyguard or parent around to rescue you. Grammary never cushioned a single blow and this is why I needed to know the truth just like Olivia because a princess needs those skills to survive. Very Good nice. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Good so stuff. So she kind of tells Olivia what's going on like she's honest with her but she's gentle as well mm-hmm. um, which is good and Olivia has to leave with the aunt and uncle legally and she's like fucking devastated. She's yeah. crying. She's hugging Philippe. Grandmere gives her Snowball to take mm-hmm. with her. Which so is good cute. because Snowball matches Aunt Catherine's decor. Yes. And um, also Snowball was not interested in Ramel. And Ramel no. wasn't interested in her. So like. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But it's really sweet. And yeah, then they leave. Really nice. And Mia says something to Grandmere about how sweet it was. And Grandmere totally blows her off. And Mia's she's like, mad. I don't what I don't care. I just yeah. I did not like the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, she's like, I don't care. Whatever. Like it yeah. wasn't a thing. She's she really blows it off and it's very cold. Um and Philippe's like, no worries. We're gonna the lawyers say we're gonna have her back by tomorrow. Yeah. Philippe also announces Count Ivan has withdrawn. This is probably due to their blackmailing him about knowing about the cruise ships. Oh, wait, this was one of my predictions too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about this. Sorry. Anyway. So, Philippe withdraws from the race. And he says he's taking Mia's advice. 
to not follow the map. Gramir has a very dramatic response. She throws her whiskey into the fire. It's so amazing. <laughs> she like, it's, oh God, I want it. Like the picture I have in my mind is just like, I'm, I'm picturing her in like, um, like a daytime appropriate, like you could see visitors, like sort of a bathrobe and like um, a little bit of like a turban, like, and I'm picturing a lot of turquoise for me mm, personally. Like absolutely. that's how I'm picturing like her. Flowing silk. Flowing silk. Kind of like not fully done makeup, but enough that like, like maybe she doesn't have her lipstick on yet, you know, mm-hmm. to leave the house. Her eyebrows are on though. Her eyebrows are on. Yeah. And like a full like swish of the like beautiful silk as she's throwing absolutely. the fire uh, throwing, it makes throwing a it whoosh mm-hmm. yes absolutely and then yes. the fire whoosh yes because of the liquor yes <laughs> absolutely and she's super mad she's so screaming she's like it's because of that woman isn't it and he's like yes i'm going to have dinner with helen we're gonna have some baba ganoush mm-hmm. and she's like baba ganoush mm-hmm. yeah, like, <laughs> are you talking about baba ganoush <laughs> and philippe really seems like he feels free like oh, wait, when you skinny this dip isn't in what the i was pool. talking about with the my my uh oh my bad my prediction because he oh. says yeah, um, yeah yeah that comes in a oh minute. sorry okay we'll address it i oh, just agree minute, because you pretty much predicted everything yeah. accurately <laughs> i'm amazing you're everyone. amazing um so philippe sorry i lost my place okay Philippe leaves. Grandmere's like, it's all your fucking fault, Mia. Jesus. <laughs> like, why would you tell him to fall to, to go off the map? And Mia's pretty mad. <laughs> Mia snaps back at her because Grandmere's like, I hope you enjoy you're gonna enjoy planning a wedding and a fucking coronation. And then Mia's like, also pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like, she's just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Done. And she says she's pregnant with twins. And Grandmere is speechless she's like catatonic yeah but something i love is grammaire's the first person they tell yeah it isn't i thought maybe it wasn't intentional but yeah i love the relationship between me and grammaire it's really kind of the cardinal relationship of the books except for me and michael the cardinal non-romantic relationship Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know i love that she's the first person to know it is interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and her reaction, um, I don't know, is her reaction similar to everyone's? No, I guess it's just what it is, yeah. Everyone kind of has different reactions. I don't think it would have been in character for her to immediately be excited. No, absolutely I think it, not. I wouldn't have been shocked for her to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, you you're won't fit into your wedding gown. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. But I, I don't know. I think it's the best fitted reaction because mm-hmm. it's it's neither positive nor negative yeah it's I mean, just processing but it's how such many big times news. has someone told you they're pregnant and it's a scenario where you're like oh you know like there's like this, yeah. this like you're not sure if you like, should oh, be wow. happy or not happy I feel like it's kind of like that yeah. <laughs> she's reconciling I, yeah. like her thoughts about it I feel like if someone tells you they're pregnant I guess in their mind it's a happy situation unless they're like overly dramatic and are right. just like I don't know like oh I'm shit I'm chill. pregnant yeah yeah anyway you guys have someone ever told you you're pregnant and you had a really bad response spill Ooh, the tea yeah <laughs> please tell us 
Um, <laughs> anyway, so the next person they tell is Lily. Mia tells her via text and Lily doesn't believe her. Yeah, um, I don't like that. I mean, I think spreading news like that via text is like really kind of cold and yeah. not nice, but I guess that's just me. Yeah, like... And she says that. She's like, oh, well, I need to tell my mom in person. So, like, why wouldn't you tell the baby's aunt in person? Yeah. Mm. But whatever. Whatever. Grammaire tells Mia that Philippe is abdicating as well as pulling out of the race. Yeah. So Mia's officially, like, about to be the new reigning monarch, which is wild he would have to give a transition period yeah and I mean I'm sure like it's not nearly as dramatic as they're making it out to be and Mia's like pretty cool with it for the most part um but she's you know in this new wave of I'm fine it's all gonna be okay yeah um so Helen and Philippe show up to the apartment to Mia's apartment the next day Michael's there and they have big news and of course Mia already knows what it is obviously yeah um but you know Mia says that she's she's glad that they're together because Philippe just needs a woman to boss him around Um, that isn't his mother yeah that isn't his mother so but first Mia tells them that they're pregnant and she says she wished she had done one of those things that people do now where they give the grandparents like a gift with like a onesie that says grandma's biggest fan or whatever (laughs) and then you like record their reaction um and I, I do, I will admit, I do really like most of those videos. They're, They're very cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> I like videos like that. I don't like, like, gender reveal videos. No, gender reveals are trash. Feel... Stop doing them. Yeah. Actually, those people that were responsible for that wildfire in California are being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Because of the wildfires that started that killed people. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going to do a gender reveal or a biological sex reveal, do just do, like, the cake. Do something that's there's no explosives should be involved nothing that can catch on fire or litter if i could give some advice too if you ever do like like quote unquote gender reveal party act excited regardless of whatever uh, gender is revealed because your child is gonna watch that one day and if you say oh it's a girl i'm gonna tell you right now they're going to remember that i am so glad you said that i would like to piggyback on that i get so fucking mad when i watch these videos and they're mad it's a girl they're always mad it's a girl i never why if i had a boy i would be pissed right (laughs) i don't want a dick and never mind (laughs) (laughs) but seriously it makes me so mad that they're always upset it's a girl they're always it's it's always they're upset i've never seen one where they're upset it's a boy which is perpetuating this patriarchal society yeah oh i'm sorry i'll stop now but whoo i'm glad you brought that up because it makes me mad girls are the girls are better as we said they just are and to bring it back around very exciting madam prime minister dupree Is Madame going Dupree. To be, yeah, stepping up. And Mia is the new reigning monarch. They have a little phone call congratulating each other, which is so nice. Yeah. Um, but they all hug, you know, Helen and Philippe are together. They're gonna move to Genovia. Um, Rocky and Olivia are gonna go to school there, which is yeah. cool. <laughs> and they drop the bomb. We're gonna live in the summer palace so Grandmere can live in the palace with you guys and help with the babies. And help with the babies. Like Tell no. me Grandmere has ever <laughs> changed a diaper in her life, even for her own child. No. 
Didn't they oh. mention in this book that Philippe only saw his parents growing up at Twice breakfast and dinner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, it's really sweet. It's wonderful, whatever. Like we said, I'm not thrilled with the whole... I mean, I guess if Mr. G has to be dead and Olivia's mom has to be dead, then great. It's nice. Yeah. Um, they work out the, the, the legal situation and Philippe and Mia head to New Jersey to get her. Mia tells Tina via text about the babies. Tina's very excited, of course. Um, I don't know why she keeps telling all these people via text. I guess, I mean, I don't know. I guess if that's like how you're normally communicating, that's fine. I don't know. I, I, like like I want to see people's so... reactions. Yeah. <laughs> like at least and FaceTime them. So like, yeah, like even, a, yes, absolutely. Like even a FaceTime would feel more like personal. Yeah. Like you might as well send an email. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> or just message them on Instagram. Yeah. Send them um, a Slack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they get to New Jersey and Olivia's not home from school yet. So they're like awkwardly sitting there with Rick and Catherine waiting for her to get home. What happens when she gets home, Francis? She's fucking bloody as hell. Someone punched her in the face. <laughs> She's literally so covered in blood. She's covered in blood. Uh, and, and Mia and um, Philippe like freak out and like run yep. over to her. And Mia notices that like sh- as she was like jumping up, she spilled her coffee onto mm-hmm. the carpet. And Catherine like she hears Catherine like gasp and like oh my god and like turns and like she looks at her and she's not saying oh my god because of the blood on Olivia's like face and shirt she's saying it because Mia spilled her coffee on the carpet and she's like dabbing it and trying to get the the coffee out before it stains and and Rick doesn't care doesn't care at all he like what does he even say he says like well they say oh he he laughs and it's a it's particularly alarming that they don't care because they can't at first tell where the blood is coming from. Yeah, it's just they don't know if she's everywhere. like has an open wound, like yeah. but it's from her nose. She got punched in the face by Annabelle. And Mia is like, Well, why the fuck didn't the RGG do something? And Annabelle's dad said he'd sue everyone and the school. And then Rick's like, ha, he's good. Like, oh gross. Yeah, trash. Just it's trash awful. all around. Yeah. And Mia's like, uh, let's go. We're going to the hospital. And fucking Catherine is like, no, our pediatrician is fine. And Mia's like, no. <laughs> like, you yeah, can tell no. your pediatrician that we'll be requesting her medical records because she's clearly unsafe in this environment. Um, and like, yeah, you don't take your kid to a pediatrician for like that much blood loss. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Um, and yeah if yeah if you have blood pouring out of you you go to the hospital like that's it's just that's silly yeah I don't understand um and they try to like they try to like guilt them into saying that Olivia shouldn't go with Mia and Philippe Mm -hmm. um saying like but what about the promise I made to my sister I promised her that I would raise a child to be as normal as possible and Philippe very um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like very uh, rightly so says you and I both know that Elizabeth wanted most, what Elizabeth wanted most of all for her was for her child to be loved. And from what I've seen so far, that's far from what's happening here. And yeah, you I, know, I highlighted that too. Yeah. Thank goodness that Philippe says that. And thank goodness, like Mia at least perceives a look of guilt in Catherine and Rick's eyes. And they, 
and she pulls Olivia in and Catherine pulls Olivia in and she's like, you know, we love you. I know we don't spoil you, but like, you know, we you don't want to be you. some spoiled princess, do yeah. you? Like, she's really nasty. And she like guilts a fucking child into saying like, if she goes, then like she's turning her back on her fucking mother and like she's going to yeah. be a brat and she's the worst and blah, blah, blah. And Olivia's like, I'm not going to be like that, am I? And they're like, no, of course you're not. Like, because we love you. Like, we're not going to let that happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look at Mia. She's crazy, but she's not a brat. Yeah. <laughs> and Olivia does notice like, I want to go, she says, I want to go with them because they cared that I was bleeding and only, you only cared about your carpet. Mm-hmm. And so she noticed that, which is, oh, so sad. I know, it's really sad. Yeah. So they take her to the hospital. Her nose is broken, but she's okay. And she's going with them. Like, she packed her shit. She's done with the O'Toole's, um, which is great. A happy ending for Olivia. Very nice. Yeah. And then Hopefully we never this, hear from them again. Yeah, let's hope we never hear from them again. Um, there's this lovely wedding invitation on page 420 mm-hmm. um, for me and Michael's wedding. And the next entry is about a month and a half later. It's after the wedding. And I love this. It starts with, reader, I married him. Which I get from context clues is from Jane Eyre. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but two things about this. Number one, I love that she says reader. Like kind of breaking the fourth wall yeah like talking to us that's how Jane Eyre is it's okay. very um it's it's written as if it's an autobiography she says it's from Jane Eyre which she then says she's never read all the way right. through right I was like, about this no, for a second. <laughs> yes thank you I am I literally <laughs> this was one of the things I needed to talk about where I was like I was like are you fucking kidding me we've been talking about Jane Eyre for so fucking long and like Jane- I literally I started rereading it for the first time in like fucking seven years because of the book I was like oh yeah I haven't read that in so long like and it is a tough it's a tough book to get through it's really depressing but it's right. really good and I was like no fucking wonder she just took grammar at her word and said yeah. that it was about like letting men chase you when it is absolutely not about that and you said that it, it, Jane Eyre was a huge plot point of book four mm-hmm. it was in you know Tina and Mia deciding they weren't going to chase boys because that's what Jane Eyre is about but yeah. as you said that's not what it's about and she didn't even read it all the way and messed up like almost freaking messed up her relationship with Michael and when she's talking about she's like I can't get through the like depressing orphanage stuff the orphanage stuff is literally is it's I think it's like a I'm looking at it now. Sorry. I think it's like five, maybe 700 pages. The orphanage part is like only about a hundred pages of it. Like mm. or her, for her young childhood is about right. the first 150 pages. And then she is like, she goes from like age, I think like 12 to 18 or something like that. Um, but she goes like, it's, you just get like, basically her childhood is like her aunt was a shithead. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, yeah. And that's about well, it. <laughs> it's just, I think it's funny that she said that. And I'm, I'm certain it was intentional on Meg Cabot's part. I, yeah, <laughs> I wonder. I mean, yeah, I hope that so. I wish uh, we could ask her. But as you guys know, we've already interviewed with her. I know, right? <laughs> and we didn't ask. We didn't. But that's okay. Maybe we'll she DM did her. like, not, she didn't berate me, but she was like, you need to read the, the laugh book. And I was like, I know I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've no. done it now. I'm, I've done it. it. Well, yeah, we've done it. We'll tell her. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll send her a DM. But we get a lot of wrap up stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
also quickly i'd like to bring up that lily hooked up with a member of the rgg do we we don't have confirmation who it is but it's i think it's heavily alluded to that it was lars do you really think that because i was she's like... mia says well i already know who it was and mia was and lily was desperately trying to tell her i don't know who else it would have been that's true i just like i just feel like lars isn't that kind of a guy yeah, I'd like that's to just think like how not. I personally feel. What do you guys think, Genovians? Do you think it was Lars? I'll post a poll because I need to know what you guys think. Because I think it was, even though I hate to think that Lars would do that. Yeah, I mean, I know they're both adults, but like, I don't know, it's yucky. <laughs> yeah, that's yucky. I don't like it. It's like Monica and Richard on Friends. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of gross. Weird. He that's knew her so as gross. a child, and I know it's fine. Yeah. They're adults. Adults can make decisions. Whatever. I just think it's yucky. Mm-hmm. it's Sorry. weird that's it's all. very weird so michael canceled his bachelor party in argentina and he said he just didn't want to go but mia found out it's because he found out that royal rebel rouser is jp mm-hmm. he found it out when he stole jp's phone when they were like having their their scuffle tussle. In the <laughs> yeah <hallway. laughs> their scuffle tussle um <laughs> and he said he figured it out the day they found out they were pregnant, which is why he didn't tell her right away. Um, and so anyway, I think it's interesting that JP was able to do all this from his phone and still managed to like use a VPN and yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, think he, like, I mean, savvy. I'm not gonna say I'm like. I mean, I have to use Excel most days for work, and I'm not very good at it. So, like, I'm not gonna <laughs> say I'm a computer expert by any means. No, but uh, sure, I'll sure. believe it. Sure, we love it. Um, Why I think not? you know what's the crazier part about it than the um crazier than finding out who like how he was doing it whatever is that he's not going to jail or anything but he's going to be on like a fucking russian like fishing boat for a year is that what an icebreaker is okay no it's not i couldn't remember what kind of boat it was an icebreaker are boats that go ahead through the ice and break apart the ice so like container ships can go through oh that's interesting okay i'm googling it nice oh yeah yeah yeah. it's basically like a snowplow for for a ship well he quote volunteered to do that after michael turned in his phone to the rgg and mia's like but he hates manual labor mia i think you and i both know he didn't volunteer i know right (laughs) yeah I think we can, I think we, as we did with Helen, we can, anything she's saying moving forward is going to be pregnancy brain. So JP is in Russia, which is great, I guess, for everyone. Um, He won't be showing up to crash the wedding, which is wonderful. Um, Yeah. Mia mentions all the crap people put you through when you're pregnant, like touching you when you don't want to be touched and asking you the gender and, you know, everything that, or the sex. Um, So yeah barf sorry sorry to all the pregnant women who've experienced that i know every pregnant woman has and it's terrible and we will work to change it um (laughs) they didn't get they didn't get the nacho bar at their wedding but they did get lobster mac and cheese hell yeah which is very exciting do you like lobster mac and cheese um i do but like i'm also cool with with just plain mac and cheese yeah it's not my favorite thing i'm not a big like cheese and seafood type of gal myself i'm fine with it lobster mac and cheese is more often than not just a scam to like make your mac and cheese 22 dollars, and they put a couple of chunks of fake lobster in it right like i won't order it very often 
Yeah. I'll or get it like straight mac and cheese for six bucks off the kids' menu. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm in Maine, I'll get it. But it's all yeah. it's just so like rich. I'll I'll eat like a bite. Yeah. It's like one of those things I would love as an appetizer where I can get like one single bite. Like a little and that's yeah. Good call. Agreed. Yeah. Um, their wedding was broadcast all over the world, obviously. Um Boris P was the surprise wedding entertainment. That was another prediction you made. Because it? it wasn't ever confirmed. It was just alluded to. So you were right. Oh, um, I'm amazing. <laughs> and so he showed up at the rehearsal dinner and like ambushed Tina to prove that the photos were fake. They weren't fake, but they were photoshopped. They were nudes of Boris and Tina. Uh-huh. And the blogger had photoshopped herself onto like Tina's head or something. And what's her face uh, mia was like can you believe they have nudes they send each other nudes or they took nudes i was like that's pretty of of the on the scale of things that are crazy nudes um, among a couple that have been together yeah. for 10 years is like i'm like okay sure like yeah she- yeah, she does say on page 431, let he or she who does not have a set of nudes cast the first stone. Yeah. Like, Mia, shut the fuck up. I guess Mia probably doesn't have nudes for reasons of, like, being afraid they'd get out. But yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it, like, we talked about with Vanessa Hudgens, like, you and I grew up in the era of, like, if you send nudes to a boy and he sends them to someone else, that's your fault. Yeah. You shouldn't have sent, you shouldn't have sent it in the first place. place. Yeah, and you shouldn't have trusted someone. the boy never someone. gets in trouble. Whereas yeah. I feel like that's changing. I think, like, I think yeah. now people are blaming women less for like, yeah, you want to send nudes to your boyfriend, whatever. If he sends them to other people and he violates the trust, it's his fault. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, um, that's definitely a conversation I've had with people before, like, more close to me, like, where they're like oh like yeah we have a group chat with the guys and this is a picture so-and-so sent of a nude his wife sent him and I was like well did the wife say it was okay to send that and like truly like watching a man's like brain like swirl and be like oh like I don't know and like they like but he sent it anyway like I don't know yeah and I was just like you're an asshole yeah seriously it's gross don't share news people send you unless they tell you it's okay yeah which they probably won't but who knows yeah um so lily got to be the to them yeah i wrote livy got lily got to be a flower girl did i mean to write olivia yeah or was lily (laughs) also a flower girl no it was olivia because uh because she was like but she's old and grandma's like shut up like it's too late like you got you're pregnant yeah we used (laughs) to talk about this a lot you were a flower girl like a ton right yeah i've been a flower girl like four or five times but i also have like like i have a million cousins yeah that's cool i always wanted to be a flower girl if ever i get married Thanks. That's nice. Um, <laughs> so Paolo asked Mia while they're getting ready for the wedding, how her diamond shoes were fitting. And I like that it kind of ties back to the first yeah. section of the book. Um, and I think that that's cute. Cause she says that they're like fitting pretty good. And she has Swarovski crystals on her shoes. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want shoes with sparkles on them? I know I do. So the book ends, it's like in between the wedding and the reception and Mia's resting per the advice of the doctor and Michael comes in and they kind of have like a cute little chat and he says that they have to consummate the marriage. Um, (laughs) And then that's it. 
And he calls her Mrs. Moskovitz. Yeah, that's cute. I yeah. Guess. I thought that was cute too. Because she's not. She, <laughs> no. He's to Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. Which um, is, I mean, that's interesting. That's yeah. funny. I guess that could be like a fun pet name. Yeah. Um, that is it's also sweet. how that's, I, that might be a callback to Pride and Prejudice. Because um, in that, uh, she's like, they're talking about pet names. Mm-hmm. And he's i can't remember what is it yeah it's she says what he says like um well when should i call you mrs darcy and she says um when you're um completely and totally happy or content or something like that yeah and he says he like kisses her and says okay like all right right, like mrs darcy yeah like he's like saying in that moment you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know it could be yeah it's we'll say yes sure Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) i think it is and that's cute and nice and i like it um but that's the end i think it's a sweet ending like it's a very it's very much like a happily ever after everybody got what they wanted it's nice yeah and yeah i like it i thought it was great i thought it was really fun and cute and it was definitely what we expected and wanted and yeah i i'm not disappointed by anything at all what do the Genovians think of this book? I'd like to know. Let us know. Oh, let us know. <laughs> do you have any favorite lines you didn't read? No, I I didn't. I didn't even have any lines that I underlined. Oh, okay, I, I, I just, just have like, one. Yeah, let's hear it. Grammaire is always insisting that the secret to aging gracefully is remaining well hydrated, but I sometimes wonder if this isn't actually the secret to life itself. <laughs> That's that true. Funny. Um. All right. You said you already did pop culture, right? Yeah, we no did pops. pop culture. No pops. Okay. Um, well, any, I, I don't think so. Because I, I mean, so. you know, like we've said before, we're basically in now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's more, it's current. So we're yeah. good. Yeah. The nudes thing, I guess, as we talked about, it's a little judgy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think, meh. yeah. Whatever. Biggest bully. I had a hard oh well okay you know I'm gonna go with yours because I just <laughs> I'm just gonna reverse what I had oh okay we had the opposite for loser and bully but I like okay your I could see better. that yeah I had JP because he's royal rabble rouser yeah like that's why that was my yeah. my reasoning I think that's absolutely valid I think that totally makes sense okay. absolutely Thanks. yeah JP for the last time you a bitch <laughs> You a bitch for the last time. I'm going to do in our last episode, I will provide a final count. Oh, sick. For all of these. So are we going to do like that. an overall? I don't yeah. think we should. Oh, and oh, okay. Because I yeah, think it'll be too I difficult. Just meant, There's I thought you meant what I count overall. Oh, no, sorry. An overall bully yeah. loser winner. I think that'll be too difficult. Yeah. I don't know. Personally. I, I, I have some choices. <laughs> I mean, but I we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. We'll talk. Okay, about it. but yeah, I'll um, give a final count. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Okay, uh, and obviously we cannot talk about bullies without talking about the roast of Boris Palkowski. Nice for the last time. <laughs> uh, page three seventy nine. What if Michael wants Boris to be the Godfather? No. And on page four twenty four, there's only two. 
I was beginning to suspect there was something even creepier going on with Boris than that he cheated on her with a single blogger. Maybe Michael had found out Boris was running an underage teen prostitution ring or something with the Borettes, and he wanted to steer as far away from him as possible. Understandable. It's not really a roast. It's more of a ridiculous speculation. Absolute insanity. (laughs) I mean. But that's it. Curtains on Boris. Curtains on the roast. (laughs) That's, um... Yeah, those were good. I mean, yeah. you know, I would, I'm glad I'm, we got some in the final section. Yeah, they've been sparse as of late. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but loser and winner, I think, are more obvious. I did have mm-hmm. different. We had not quite the same winner, but obviously, we start okay. with loser. Yeah, why don't you give your reasoning for loser, even though you reversed them? Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's kind of apparent. Olivia's aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. They are they're losers in general because they agreed to raise a child and didn't do so with love and that's yeah. fucked up. Didn't so treat like, her equally to their bio kids. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're a loser for that. Um they used her on top of that just to for money. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously money can buy happiness, it can solve a lot of people's problems, but in that same breath, should at the at the harm of a child absolutely not yeah Should not do that um so yeah they're super shitty yeah they're shitty people they're boring i don't like them yeah agreed um yeah at same reasons they're shitty people they're losers for sure um especially if we're considering like the whole book i guess yeah absolutely um, okay who did you have for winner i had michael and mia okay see i have philippe and mia however i I don't really feel like philippe deserves it (laughs) (laughs) i don't disagree with you i'm gonna switch to yours and say michael and mia okay baby yeah they're they're like they're at the beginning of their like life together their journey together i mean and obviously they've been together for a very long time and you don't have to be married to someone for your journey to begin but it is it's the trope and it and I like it I like their how they're going and it's cute and it's nice and their little cuddle session after the wedding is very yeah nice and intimate and it just they have a cute little moment together they, like they obviously have a very strong partnership and they're gonna have babies and Mia's gonna rule Genovia and I mean you can't have Mia not be the winner of the final book like it's just it's just a necessity and she is So, yay, Mia. Yay, everyone. We're thrilled. We are. It's time to give our royal wave. So, our royal wave, uh, we kind of just did, we... We've already done, I kind of jokingly said we should do Planned Parenthood again. Um, I mean, fair. Wouldn't that be funny? Fair, fair, (laughs) fair, fair. Um, And, uh, but I found, there's like an artist... A nonprofit called Americans for the Arts. Uh, their mission is to build recognition and support for the extraordinary and dynamic value of the arts and to lead, serve, and advance the diverse networks of organizations and individuals who cultivate the arts in America. Um, which, you know, I think we're at a point, all, I mean, we're always at a point in America, and ugh, I fucking hate that this was taken, but we absolutely can make America a better place. A great yes. place even um mm-hmm. it's not right now mm-hmm. but one of the ways to do that is through the arts and yes. it's always good to have nonprofits to support arts because there are people who live in uh 
low-income neighborhoods where they don't have the privilege of having the time to explore the arts like many people who are in wealthier situations have the have the leisure have the leisure time to explore the arts you know yeah. or even just like going into a fucking museum like it's t- it literally costs so much money to go to the met if you don't live mm-hmm. in new york it's so expensive um so anyway go ahead give them a goog uh it's <laughs> americansforthearts.org and you know donate a couple bucks check them out support yeah. them we love the arts i mean writing is an art that's very true. Writing thanks, is an Meg. Yeah, we support Meg. you. Um, we have a lot for you all to tell us about oh, this book. Uh, what do you think of the whole Helen and Philippe thing? Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else. How do we feel about Mia's wedding dress? The yeah. way it's described is interesting, I think. I wasn't enjoying it, and then when I was thinking about it, I did enjoy it. I'm Can not anyone a wedding dress person draw it for us? Yeah, anyone artistic out it? there? Draw us a version. I'll, I'll draw it. That. I'll do it. But yeah, Francis is very artistic. Actually. And then we can uh, then we can compare. We can compare. That's exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on the series as a whole? Like, what do you think about book eleven? What do you think about everything? Let us know everything. And there's a couple places where you can do that. I mean, there's, you guys have sorry, heard this spiel before. I mean, yeah, you've heard it. You've heard yeah, it. You've heard it. Forty-four other times. Yeah, I think actually forty-eight. Forty-eight. Forty-seven. Sure. You've heard it a lot. You've heard it a lot. You've heard it nearly fifty times. Nearly fifty. <laughs> we'll round up to fifty. Um, so you can find us on Facebook at the Podcast Diaries, Instagram at the Podcast Diary One, Twitter the Podcast Diary, Gmail the Podcast Diary at gmail.com. Of course, you can find all this on our website www.thepodcastdiaries.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail, Anchor.fm slash the Podcast Diaries. Um, but don't fret, you guys. This is oh not God. the last. You episode. know what you could leave us a voicemail of? Ooh. You could leave us a voicemail of which you think the lyrics to a million stars is. <gasps> yes, that's a great that idea. Would be so Sing good. us a million stars. I would and love that. That would be amazing. We will play it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not. This is not our last episode. Do not fret. We have no. one more. Um, basically, it's gonna. It won't be out next week. It'll be out in two or three weeks. Um, and it's kind of going to be like a final shut up and listen, but we're also going to talk about like, like we're going to rank our favorite books. We're going to talk about our favorite characters. We're going to kind of just reminisce on the process as a whole and talk yeah, absolutely. More about Princess Diaries. So we may or may not have a special announcement in that episode. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Francis <laughs> looked very confused. I got there. <laughs> she got there. We figured it out. All right. Well, this is it. This is we're never going to see you again. Our penultimate episode. Jordan and I are never going to talk again after this. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's over. Nope. It's done. Um, so yeah, I guess all that's left to do is say a royal goodbye to you and to you. Bye. Bye.